So you captured uh, four times more warlocks than I expected. <laughs> that is also for more than I expected. We were gonna like not accidentally kill. So I'm like, good job, everybody. <laughs> right? Good job of the web. Thank you. I thought that something was gonna go terribly wrong and be like, oopsie doops, we killed all of them, and one of them's gonna run away. I mean, if one of you had like cast a fire, oh shit! Actually, I did cast a fire spell. I could have caused major problems if that had hit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and I do want to clarify: as soon as it settles down, Sarathiel is gonna go check on Gwen and make sure he's okay. Do that thing that like dads do, like you know, grab their son by the chin, turn their head on the other side, make sure there's no cuts or bruises. I'm fi- I'm fine, Sarathiel. Stop it! I'm okay. Nobody even hurt me. Okay, he gives you a noogie. Hey, hey, let me. Hey, no, get get off, get off <laughs> of me. You stop that. Has our other party with the drow? Yeah, they're gonna call over like, Ellen, hello, are you all right over there? How many did y'all get? They had less luck catching warlocks because they didn't have a portal manipulator with them, so. Yeah, that's that's true, they didn't. Mm-hmm. Many more of theirs managed to get out through a portal than even yours. Probably about 15 of them total here. It's unclear whether some of them were away on other missions or whatever, but the four that you guys captured are the four that we have. Okay. You guys get them into one of the two rooms. It looks like they've kind of taken over a like multi-room area, and you managed to find one that they were kind of treating like a headquarters, like there's some papers and stuff there as well that you could probably search through. The searching is all well and good, but we do have four people tied up and it seems like a lot more direct. Yeah. I mean, we could have some people ask questions. I'm not going to be good at asking questions because they, they're very scary. So <laughs> I can go look through some stuff. Chaz is like, go, go do research over there. I don't want to. I don't want to see what things you do to these people. Please don't kill anyone. Oh, no, of course not. Chaz, Chaz, don't let Sarathiel kill anyone. Oh, oh, don't worry. Sarathiel, I feel like he'll have the best... I don't want to say rapport, but of the easiest time questioning the gentleman that he very nearly cut in half a couple of minutes ago. Oh, boy. He crouches down in front of this guy and he says, so, shall we do this the easy way or the hard way? I think he's kind of tight-lipped. So, the hard way? The ball's in your court, my friend. I am not a naturally violent person, despite the impression that you might have. But I have a very deep invested interest in getting to the bottom of this. So if you are going to be obstinate, needs must, I can have things arranged. He's kind of weighing his options, his lips twist. going to need more to go off of than just everything. What specifically do you want to know? Your, uh, your master, Balantiel is his name, correct? He darts a glance over at one of the other warlocks. So in the group that you had managed to catch, most of them are younger elves, but one of them is one of the elders. And he just kind of shrugs like y'all are tied up and you did know a name. So that's kind of interesting. So the, the warlock looks back over at you and just says, where did you hear that name? I am the one asking the questions right now, my friend. Remember, you are at my mercy. What do you think I have to lose? At a- Maybe, Sarathiel. Just a little down. You know, you're, you're kind of that, like, this level. A little a notch down. He says, Jasmine, I can handle this. He's completely bluffing, by the way. He's not going to torture and physically hurt these people. Oh, yeah, Chaz does not believe that you would. But still, he's like, you are coming on way strong, bud. Sarathiel gives you a look. He's like, 
oh, are we doing good cop, bad cop? Like right now, like, are we doing this? Like he's like trying to convey this with eyes. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Chaz like looks around like, okay, sure, why not? All right, let's go. Says, don't get involved in my business, Chasmia. I can handle this. This isn't an official mission anyway, so no one's going to miss these bastards if they go missing. Chasmir is going to snake a hand around the one who is being demanded answers from. Friend, don't worry. I promise that he won't hurt you too much. We just have a few few questions, is all. He says, oh, that's not a good promise to make, Chasmir. You can't promise that. He stands up. Why has Belantiel sent you down here? It's worth more than my life to tell you that. Oh, really? What could be possibly more worth more than a life? He's not going to answer because, like, either you guys will kill him or Belle will kill him. What, he's going to die if he spills anything. He says, all right, well, how about an extreme amount of pain for the rest of your short life? Does that change anything? Factor into the equation at all? Guess make me another... I guess this would be more of a performance check, really, if you're doing good cop, bad cop. <laughs> good, exactly. I was like, we are acting now. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's true. He's uh, decided this is all a lie. He's definitely not going to torture someone. But, you know, he was pissed at this guy, so he's hoping that uh, this is believable. <laughs> it's all right. Mm, yeah, it was a little intimidating, but I mean, he saw the pain that you were in, and he saw the way that Viernan stopped you, in, at least initially. So I think he's he's going to kind of try to focus more on Viernan and on Chaz, who are the more sympathetic people in the room at the moment, or on Gwen, who is, you know, in the back trying to rifle through the papers. With his back turned, he's like, nope, nope, not hearing anything, not looking. We are not paying attention. We are not. Nothing is happening. Uh, So he says, do you think I'm bluffing? Do you think I would be down here if I weren't extremely fucking invested in the outcome of this unofficial investigation? I could make the last couple minutes of your life extraordinarily painful. Or you could take the easy way out and just tell me what I want to know. And he raises up as if he's going to fucking just backhand the shit out of this guy. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. We, we can't damage. We, we need before we get answers, Serathiel. I realize you are very invested in this case. Do you want me to roll performance or some shit? I don't know. I'm going to let... Both of you roll it because this okay. is this is a like tag team thing. Yeah, good, good, good. Twelve. Okay, that's not. Hey, <laughs> and it died. It could have been worse, <laughs> right? They're doing their best. <laughs> so Viernan sees what's going on. Also knows Chaz is not the best at deceptions. You don't particularly have a glass face, but you're still pretty transparent. And he is going to grab Serathiel's hand as he stretches it back to slap. And he says, stop. This this isn't how we do things. And Serathiel is perfectly willing. Like, the, the good cop, bad cop thing is that the bad cop scares them and then is left and then leaves the room, leaving the good cop alone to say, like, I'm sorry about him, blah, blah, blah. So if Viernan wants to manhandle him out of the room, Serathiel is willing to be dragged out. Yeah. V also has the message cantrip, so that's kind of the impression he's going <laughs> to give you. Perfect! Okay, play play along. Oh, I'll yeah. get you out of here, and we'll see if we can soften him. 
And Serethiel says, you think this is my first rodeo? You think I'm afraid of gay? And they'll just dragged out of the room. Yeah, Virna's like, Get, come on, cool down. So uh, V was much more convincing. He actually rolled a 16. Ooh. So that's that's going to help you guys out a bit. So if you ask any other questions, you might be able to get a little bit more detail. I think like warlock marks are a thing, but I can't remember if it's in Unearthed Arcana or what. It depends on the patron, yeah. Yeah, so like some patrons actually have like a physical mark that identifies them. So like I've been envisioning them having the the symbol on them somewhere. Chaz sort of like watches them leave and then turns his attention to this poor injured man. (laughs) (laughs) I must apologize for my companions. We have had, it's been a rough week, (laughs) but you can drop the act. We know all about Belantiel and his connection to the God Eater, so just be frank with me. Who the fuck is the God Eater? Interesting. Oh, I'm gonna write that down, okay. Belantiel has a total about. oh, interesting. (laughs) Chaz is sort of like, oh. So you don't know about the God Eater. Interesting. Interesting. He kind of looks nervously over at the other elves uh, for this. And I mean, two of them look like they're just schmucks. The elder looks confused. Like he doesn't know who this God Eater is either. But I mean, you just kind of like, I, I don't know who that is. I told you, you don't know how competent these guys are. <laughs> right? You've had, you got shitty warlocks, Balantiel. Do better. <laughs> the question is, is he using them just to destroy Aptap? Are they kind of, you know, dispensable? Or are they actually people that he really thinks will help him take over the world? You know, you gotta, gotta figure out what his goal is. Right. I don't really want to go, like... I don't want to intimidate them because I'm playing good cop. And he's like, oh, don't, don't worry about it. If you don't know the God Eater, it's fine. Just know that even Valantiel would be scared of him. That's all you need to know. That's actually, you don't know this, but like, that's (laughs) actually true. Because again, this is, nobody knows this other than Tessa, obviously. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) The God Eater did kill Belle in their original timeline. Oh. Yep. Which is a... A deeply fucked up thing to do to your twin soul, uh-huh. but, you know? Exactly. I was like, The uh, God Eater was a deeply fucked up individual. Right. So. Remembering when Qatar was like, hey, ow, this fucking sucks. Anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> so the question, he's like, the question that I would like to know is, were you, or are you rather and your little group responsible for the instability that clerics of Labellus and Arath have been experiencing lately? The warlock that you're talking to definitely looks over at the elder for this one. Like, (laughs) and you get the feeling that maybe you're interrogating the wrong guy. Ah, I see. I see. Pardon. A thousand pardons. I see. It's it's above your pay grade. I understand. The other warlock looks uncomfortable, but he also does recognize the situation that they're in. Yeah, yeah, a decent number of them got away, but he has no idea if they're going to be rescued anytime soon. So they're not volunteering information, but you could ask your question again now that you've noticed that like anything, anytime anything about like Labellus comes up, 
they're kind of glancing over at this guy. He just sort of pats the one that was being interrogated on the head like, oh, and actually, you could make me either a arcana or a religion check. Anybody. Oh, please. Religion check. Yes. Okay. Like, Gwen, you can also do this if you want. Like, you can be in the background, like, looking nervously as this is going on. I'm trying not to listen, but also I can't really. Gwen has no idea that the good cop, bad cop thing was an act, and he's like, why is Seraphiel being so mean? Definitely think that it's real. Damn it, Chaz! That's fine. Whoa! Natural one. Oh, boy. (laughs) That's fine, because, I mean, it's a a surfacer thing. Yeah, there we go. It's not an underdark. And Vernon is not back in the room yet, because he's outside cooling Serathiel down. Mm Mm-hmm. Allegedly. They're actually outside, like, they're outside having a snack. (laughs) (laughs) Just listening at the door, shouting now and then for good measure. (laughs) So yeah, none none of y'all know much of anything about this particular case. And all of you have that kind of arrogance of youth where you don't know much about elder elves either. There's a lot of like, I don't know, I don't know, do we tell him kind of looks going on. One of them finally speaks up. I think it's the elder. And he says reluctantly, there's been a rumor that our patron didn't get the power he gave us alone. I used to be a cleric of Labellus, but I lost my faith during the time of troubles after what he did. I, I left the temple, and my, uh, my tie to him had become fainter and fainter, but I did feel something around the time that I came back to the city, and I was found by our patron. Hmm. I see. Jazz is gonna feign, like, panic and, like, looking at the door, like, all right, before he comes back, <laughs> one more question. I am an artificer, and I am just so curious. I would love to know where the portals go, and if you were running back to your master. The elder pauses and says, You mentioned protection. I did. How can you keep us safe from him? As they're sitting outside enjoying Pop-Tarts and High C, Serethiel says to Vienna, and he says, I really think the only way to get them to do this is if I tell them who I am and who Bell is to me. Is that is that okay? Like he's defaulting back on following orders. He's not gonna make executive level decisions on his own anymore. I mean Vernon is gonna look concerned, first of all, because you're slipping into this deferring behavior again. Or continually. It's not again if you never stopped. I mean, it's it's your choice if you want to tell them about that that's He's your twin soul, not mine, and not anyone else's in that room. It's your, your secret. Can you just tell me if I can or can't? Feels like it would be a lot less difficult that way. I mean, it would probably help them believe us, might get more of their goodwill. But if any of them aren't motivated by fear of him, or if they're lying, it could backfire. Hmm. I guess it's a roll of the dice either way. But um, 
<laughs> oh, no. I made a I made a joke. I made a funny. This is D&D, y'all. Sarathiel hesitantly makes a decision, which is not something he enjoys doing in his present state, but he gets back into character and he like dramatically kicks open the door again and bangs against the stone wall. You want to know why you can rest assured that you're safe with us? Because I'm his twin soul. Why do you think I care so much about this? Tell us what we need to know. He'd never hurt you because he'd have to go through me. I feel like at this point, this would be persuasion. Uh, if it is, I have great news. That's a plus seven. Because, I mean, you're, you're not deceiving. You are actually using the truth. Of course. A full 14's okay. It's fine. So you don't know how effective it is for the others. You don't know how motivated they are, but like at least this elder seemed genuine. He might be willing to talk more about other things if you can guarantee safety. He's been around a while. He's a little smarter than these other guys. I um, wasn't aware that was possible. He's kind of looking at you because like, you're clearly an elf and he clearly knows a little something more about Bell than you do at the moment. He says, you don't even know about the God Eater. Clearly there's quite a lot that you don't know. So why don't we just make this simple for all of us? We can protect you. He won't touch me. Tell us what we need to know. I don't know exactly when the portals were for. The others were controlling them, not me. But it's safe to assume that they were going to meet up with him. Yes. Where? There's, um, there's an artifact that he was looking for. It's, um, there's some state of some family somewhere, somewhere in Faerun. Uh, it's, are they, are they close to Neverwinter? I, I, I don't, I don't know. Some family estate near Neverwinter. That's all you know? <sighs> Look, I mean, it's, it's sometime in the future. I, I tried to avoid a lot of the time things. It's not good to meddle with. Agreed. <laughs> he was a former cleric of the god of the continuum. Like, if anybody knows that you shouldn't really fuck with it, you feel like maybe he's on this team because he thought that Aptap was meddling more than they should. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Do you at least have the name of the family? Anything? I, I, I think it's Tremaine? There! wasn't that easy. Now you can stop yelling at this poor old man, Sarathiel. Gwen, would you be surprised to hear them calling him old? Because he looks like just another elf to you. Yeah, I feel like I would be like, I don't understand what's going on. But you know what? Honestly, I wouldn't mention it because I would just be like, I usually don't know what's going on. Gwen still thinks the good cop, bad cop thing was real. So I'm like, yeah, I do. I do actually. <gasps> oh, God, Tremaine. And this would be before Selwyn met any of the failures, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. So she wouldn't be able to tell Viernan. Mm-mm. Oh, boy. Well, I'm gonna have to do it the old-fashioned way, then. <laughs> Exciting. Gwen, I have great news. You get to do research. I love research. This is great. So I'm gonna hit a timeout and go over, kind of recap what's going on, where we can go from here. Yep. Okay. We are obviously not ready to follow to the Tremaine estate on this episode. There's background work that we need to do there. 
<laughs> have to dust off my old character sheets. Why do you think I've been telling you for weeks to dust off those character sheets? I mean, yeah, I gotta put it in the new format. I know. Also, what level are we at for it? <laughs> We're going to be primarily interacting with the old failures more for role-playing purposes, not combat. So I'm going to do like I did here with Emin and the others, where they were here, but they were fighting in the background. So you're not actually going to have to do battle as the failures. I miss my smites. I miss my smites so much. I know you do, yep. Just like I have a general idea of their stats in case they need to make a roll or something, but they're not going to be fighting, fighting. Exactly. God, it really depends on when in the timeline it is, right? Uh-huh. Like, what- like, cause they, for a long time, for like several years, they just had the avatar just in the basement of the terrain estate. That's true. Yep. So the question is, are they going for the avatar? Are they going for the shards of the avatar? If so, which shards? There weren't any that con- there weren't any that controlled time, but like that doesn't make a difference. <laughs> They're still all very powerful. So I will give you a hint. If you think back to what Belantiel said to you. Serathiel, during your first meeting, he was talking about your sword and how your sword was not an acceptable weapon for the God Eater. Oh, he's going to give him the jagged sword. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Oh, fuck. That's not a good thing for the God Eater to have. Nope. That's like the worst possible thing that the God God Eater could have. (laughs) Ruh-roh. That's, uh... Um, Okay, I should feel like I should... We should probably keep some of this in because actually we should keep most of it in yeah. because we didn't record mm-hmm. uh, Rise right. of, the Wrath of Ismodius and Rise of Nagoth. I can say this this is a timeout as far as like characters, but this is part of the planning. And I'll give a just I'll try to keep it super as, as brief as I can of what the Anvatar is because again we didn't record this. This was pre Critfail Club. We started with Curse of Strahd. With Ember and the gang, and then we, and then I liked the characters so much that I was like, I'm going to continue it. And then I wrote Wrath of Asmodeus and Rise of Nagoth as the two sequels to it. And then we did Critfail Club Fracture, which was technically a sequel, but it was like very different characters, very different story. Oh yeah, flavor very different. So the Shards of Anvatar, the Anvatar was this ancient relic that the unidentifiable old gods used to seal away this big world-destroying forest called Nagoth. But then after Nagoth was sealed away, they decided, the old gods decided that it was too powerful, and so they shattered it into six pieces. The Hammer of the Heavens, the Earth Shaper, the Breath of Arcana, the Omnibus, the Life Binder, and the Jagged Sword. And each one of them was, like, insanely powerful, and, like, they could do a whole bunch of shit, and some of the failures used some of them, like, Ember used the Hammer of the Heavens for a while, and I remember Baku used the Breath of Arcana for a while, and Vasha had the Earth Shaper. I think Escher had the life binder. The one that we're worried about is the jagged sword. Yeah, but a little worried about as a cursed blade wielded by some of the most feared necromancers in history gives the wielder total control over the dead. This one handed sword does 1d8 slashing, 2d8 necrotic damage with a plus five to hit. If the sword deals a killing blow to any living creature, it absorbs the creature's soul and its necrotic damage increases by 1d8. And that can theoretically go on forever. The one time it was used in battle, it was like 1d8 slashing plus like 80d8 necrotic damage. Oh dear. We're going for some uh, pretty world-ending artifacts. Just fucking set myself up for this one. Let me just stick a pin, because, like, out of character, you guys have clearly figured out that Belle is not an elf. Correct. But in character, we don't know. All we have is Tremaine. Right. 
this guy did say something about he didn't know how that could happen in regards to Twin Soul, which he is an elf, he's an elder elf, he would know about Twin Soul. So him saying that should be a ping of like, what do you mean by that? Yeah, but Sarathiel doesn't want to show his hand. Like, I heard it, but yeah. That's something that you can ask him in the future, and you probably should. I mean, Sarathiel's got a hunch. Like, if he's not an elf, it's a short list of uh, things that can make themselves look like elves. My point is, you could find out what flavor he is. (laughs) White cherry. I'm gonna guess blue. I hope he's blue. Because, you know, blue, the chromatic dragons are the evil ones, which fits. Right. He feels like blue. Mm Mm-hmm. I will also throw this out there. There are other types of dragons that were in a book that I was extraordinarily excited about. There sure were. Baku didn't know, doesn't know that yet, but (laughs) (laughs) you're about to find out some cool stuff about yourself, buddy. All right. So we've talked about the Tremaine Estate. We have talked about Portal, that it's going there. One nugget for thought, Chaz or Vernon, you can scan the Portal. Definitely want it. Mm-hmm. You closed the portal with your bracer, so you'll have some data about it to figure out, you know, kind of triangulate, at least with a little bit of things. Once you get a location, you can make sure that the portal matches it. It's going to be an adventure getting this guy into holding an app tab. I guess it's good that uh, Oriana's gone. Cast away the mice will play, right? Yeah, so we've learned a little bit more about what happened to the clerics. We learned kind of why the warlocks are attacking Aptap. You haven't really asked on that much. That's true. Yeah. Aptap is like last on the list of priority for Chaz right now. He's like, I'm mad at you guys. So yes, but these guys are also mad at Aptap. You might, you know, wonder why. Hmm. They're mad or Bell is mad either. I mean, Saravil's like, I am also mad at Aptap, uh, but the way you are mad at Aptap is worse, is bad. You did a bad job at being mad. <laughs> like, terrorism is bad, guys. I don't know. I don't know how to explain this to you. Don't blow up buildings. Is there any other RP that we would like to do with Emin and his group before we part ways and try to sneak this guy back into Aptap? Did I find anything looking through the stuff? Good question. Make me an investigation roll. Oh, damn it. You were going to ask that. Ah! <laughs> Dirty 21! <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So, I mean, most of what you were finding is basically kind of corroborating their stories. Did I find any cool spells? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. I will think on what spell you could have found among their stuff. Excellent. I will give you an opportunity for that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I know what you find. So in one of the documents you find, like, you're just searching through everything, mostly just to ignore all of the intimidation that's going on. Definitely, yes. You find a document that has your mother's name on it. Oh. <gasps> Interesting. And it specifically is talking about a artifact that was on the battlefield during that battle. Oh. It seems like maybe the connection is less your mother. More the battle in that thing. Okay. I'm going to pocket that one for sure. <laughs> Good move. I don't think I'm going to mention anything to the team in it for just a second, because it, it doesn't seem super relevant. So I'm just going to say, yeah, I, uh, if you guys are done being weird and tortury, 
I, I found a bunch of documentation that seems to back up what they're saying. Good work. So, you know, for, for like, proof? Serathiel pats you on the back and he leans in and he says, I'm, I was never going to torch them. Is it a good, good cop, bad cop? Have you never heard of that? I don't know what's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the guards. Oh. You know, one guard acts really mean, the other one acts really nice, and then when the bad one leaves, they're really receptive to talk to the good one. I'm not going to torture anyone. I mean, I didn't think you would. You don't seem like that kind of person, but... He nuggies you. Nah, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Chaz is just, like, cracking up the background, like, uh... <laughs> I'm, like, wriggling away. Get away, get away. <laughs> like I say, last chance to do any RP with the drow group, or might be... Good idea to get some of their contact info or something. Yes, Chaz definitely has a few parting words for his newfound friends. All right, so I'm going to wrap this and say what we're doing is they're going to help you get them back into Aptap headquarters. Like, yeah, it was an unofficial mission, but you're perfectly able as agents of Aptap to commandeer other folks to help you out on missions. Do they have arrest power? Hmm. <laughs> That's weird. In this particular situation, for these warlocks, yes, you do. Huh. You have the power to arrest people. I did not know we could do that. We are the cops. Oh, no. You guys are the cops. You're time cops. Exactly. How, have, how has it taken you 18 episodes oh, no. to figure that out? <laughs> I don't want to be a cop. No wonder Aptap sucks. Yeah, we didn't know we could arrest people. Just like, I hate this. Normally you don't, but like this could be a situation where these these guys could get you some information, so you you're getting them somewhere safe for that. Alrighty, okay. Sarathiel is very much obliged, and he's tempted to like flirt with Enrin, and he really wants to, but like he just doesn't have like he just met Belagiel, and Belagiel just fucked him up. So he's like, never, never mind. He gives up before he even tries. <laughs> like, never mind. Aww, that's sad. Like he goes up to him and he like opens his mouth to speak and then he's like, "You f- you fight good. I I'm gonna go." <laughs> and then he just abruptly leaves. Oh boy. Oh man, I forgot to describe how Maltra fights. Man, I'll have to bring them back as actual fighting NPCs. Israel does pet Maltra, by the way. Oh, she's so happy, so happy. He gives her lots of pets, lots of rubs. Yeah, I do have parting words at least for well, like for all of them. But Chaz approaches Farah first. I know that my our first impression, my first impression was not the best, <laughs> but I do want you to know that I have great respect for you for leaving a system that benefited you and for taking your brother as well. Serethiel slightly approves. She smiles. I appreciate that. It was not easy for us, but... You, you have to understand, our house had we'd fallen in status. Mm. We, um, we were accepted into another, but it was a servant's. Ah. So I, um, I found something that I was not supposed to see while I was down there. It was just carelessly left out, and I couldn't just continue on. Not... Not after I found that out. I want you to know that before I met you, I wouldn't have dared even dream of the things that you inspired in me today. I'm not sure if I can speak them aloud yet, but you have given me cause to hope. I think she just 
smiles broadly at you and offers you her hand as a friend and an equal. Oh, Chaz definitely takes it with great vigor, like squeezes her hand. I think next session, Serathiel's going to have to pull you aside and talk, Chaz. I have a couple conversation ideas, you know. Some words, yeah. <laughs> Some words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. And then um, I guess after Serathio, like runs off, he's like, I uh, must go. Good fight. Good job. And he just like watches him leave like, okay. And then approaches Emin and is like, take care of her. Your sister, I mean. He doesn't scoff or say like, what do you think I have been doing for the last you know, right. 50 years? But he just smiles and nods. I, I will. I, uh, I always have. You are the first of, he pauses for a really long time, our kind I've met on the surface. And I suppose that, I guess, you know, it was obvious that I was apprehensive, but now maybe if you know of anyone like us, let me know. We will get to fuck Drista Warden. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, hey, Chaz has a crush on him. Come on. <laughs> you have a Drista Warden poster in your laboratory, oh, sir. Oh, gods, no. Any drow who knows anything about good drow and aspires to be a good drow has a crush on Drista Warden. Like, come on. Sure, sure, sure. It's true. Hey, everyone. Val here. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of Crit Fail Club restoration. If you can't wait to hear what happens next, check out our Discord server for episodes and pre-release, or to listen in live as we record. You can join us by going to bit.ly slash cfcdiscord. For more information on the show, character biographies, and links to social media, head to our website, critfail.club or critfailclub.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. We don't advertise at all, so if you like what you hear, tell a friend who might also enjoy the show, post on social media about it, or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Full episodes are available on our YouTube channel, bit.ly slash cfc channel, or on other major podcast platforms. Thanks again for tuning in.